Breakfast from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. Welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors Club podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Acast and every other podcast platform. And then you can give us your feedback, tweeting us at Glasgow Warriors using the hashtag Warriors Weekly. And it's going to be a bit more of an upbeat episode this week after last week, after a a victory by the boys against Cardiff Blues on Sunday. Ashy, it's just good to be back to winning ways, isn't it? Good to be back to winning ways. Bit of a buzz about the place this week. Um, Massive game ahead of us. So, uh, yeah, it was great to get the... The, the win there on Sunday and to, to get the five points was massive for us so it's given us a fighting chance to to uh, get ourselves out of the pool stages and, and through the quarters Where were you watching the game from? Were you here at Scotston or were you, uh, you at home? I was I was actually on a, uh, I was on a hospitality duty so a couple of hours before the game we a couple of the players that aren't playing have to join the, the sponsors and some supporters up in the club deck and we we have lunch uh, just mingle with everybody. I was sitting with the Malcolm Group table, oh, lovely. which was fantastic. Um, had a man called Ian to my right, who was a lovely fellow. We had a great chat, had a good time, good laugh, um, and plenty of other really interesting people around the table. So it's always good as a player to to get this kind of thing in because you know you never know who you're going to bump into or, or who you're going to meet that could uh, stand you in good stead for later on in your career. Well, we're recording this on the indoor track lying on the big cushion, and Chris Fasaro's just walked over. Chris, you were involved slightly earlier than you thought on the weekend, but happy yeah. with the win? Uh, yeah, absolutely over the moon. It was a great performance from the boys. Good to get five points and keep the European dream alive. Good to see you out there like a little pocket rocket flying about the place as you do. <laughs> uh, you, were, you, you were on a lot earlier than you expected, but good to see you having another good game. Yeah, it's good for uh, mentally, you know, when you go on so early, you know, you're not coming back off, so... Gives you a real good focus uh, in the game, but I nah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Body's a bit sore now, so just wait to the jacuzzi and the sauna. Oh, treat yourself. Go yeah, on. Stay away from the kids as long as possible. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> First, he obviously came on slightly earlier than he thought, but um, Cully and Matt Pigson coming off. It's obviously we got it for those guys. We don't know how serious those injuries are just yet, but is it looking like you're going to get slightly more game time? How does how does when in a situation like that? How does someone not playing react? Yeah, I guess like it's never nice to see your teammates get hurt, and you, you know that's the last thing you want to see. But part and parcel of the game, it's always you know it's happened to me before, and you know you 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 don't often go through a season without getting a bump or two. So uh, I'm sure the guys that that came off, who was it? It was uh, Matt, Cully, and Ollie came off with a little bit of a bang to the head, but all seem to be kind of recovering well. We don't know what the extent is of the damage, but. Uh, as you say, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a few changes in there this week, and um, yeah, it's, it's an exciting week to be involved in if, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And then Saracens, I guess it doesn't take an awful lot of to get up for a game like that. What's the chat being around yeah. the place? I think you know, first and foremost, you know, you know, if we know if we can get things right on the day, then you know we can go out there and 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 beat anybody. So you know, we're very much going down there with the attitude of you know going down to to get the win and to. You know that's the objective and aim for every game. So, um, you know it's, it's pivotal that we get at least two points this weekend. So, um, you know the aim's to win. And, and I know that last time we played Saracens was a bit of a, a heated battle here at Scotstoun. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh, a bit feisty, and you know a little bit of afters going on. So, I know that our boys will be right up for it, and, and I'm sure they will as well. So, 
and of course it was such a close game the last time so both teams know that um, we're going to have to put a massive effort into this game to try and come out on top it comes this point in the season everyone's got their abacus out doing the maths who needs what to go to qualify from Europe but that's actually not what we're doing here this is a game we just actually if we go and win we know we're through we're not relying on anyone anything from anyone else yeah absolutely you know there's always a kind of chat about you know people doing favors for people and what whatever but you know the the focus is to go and win the game and to to put in a performance because you know not only that but uh, we're looking to really get our season on track as as we kind of had that little bit of a lull so every performance matters and, and we're working towards being the best team possible so you know as you say there's there's plenty of noise that goes on in the background at this time of year mm-hmm. um but the focus from the player group is just to you know go and play as well as we can and get the win. So when you were watching the game with the guys from hospitality, what did you notice maybe that was different in this game that we didn't have in the in the three weeks previous? I think uh, I think we were pretty accurate, and at times um, you know we really we, we obviously had the win behind us in the first half, and I think we we kicked pretty well, and obviously for Cardiff playing into that win, you. I think it was probably a bit stronger in the first half mm-hmm. when they were playing into it, so it was hard for them to kick back. So I actually thought at times we, we defended pretty well and we were really clinical in how we played uh, a lot of rugby down there in their half. So you know, that was massive for us. And then I think in the second half, you know, no, luckily for us, I think it probably did die down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know the way we exited uh, was was pretty good. Obviously, you know they got a few tries and got back into the game in that second half, but. You know, all in all, I think when we, you know, when we had to get go forward and and bring ourselves back into the game, we did with them all, and you know, certainly some of our our forwards really stood up and put in some fantastic performances. So uh, the go forward was there. The all kept us in the game, and uh, you know, I think uh, you know th- there wasn't too much difference from from what we've seen in the other weeks. You know, the only difference is we, we really got the win, and we probably tightened up a few areas of our game, um, but we knew that. There wasn't much between the, the losses and the wins that we've been having. There's really not. It's probably a matter of five percent. And you know, as I said before, if you slip off at this level, you you get punished for it. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good performance. And you know, obviously towards the end, it was it was a little bit close. And as I said, they got some tries, but managed to hold it out, and, and we're really happy with the win. Yeah, it was a huge relief when George Horn scored that scored that late try. Actually, <laughs> contacted friend of the podcast Kevin Miller who's on Twitter at Top of the Moon to, he's the stats guy he he's knows. a legend and I contacted him about George Horn and I said where does he sit in the all time ranking list of tries to games ratio George is I have to double check but I think it's 18 tries in 34 games so, so that's he's going to be the Warriors top try scorer at some point you think he'll ever I take think DTH he well who's DTH is one at the moment but what's he on like DTH, DTH is on 51 so George has got 19 in 34 games which is a try every 1.89 games according to Kevin and he sent me the list of the top 20 in terms of try to game ratio and we're actually going to offer four tickets to the next home game against Ospreys for anyone who can guess who the other five members of the current squad in that top me. 20 is it? <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> no, mate, unfortunately not mate, the... you've not made the cut but there are five members of the current playing squad as well as George Horn so George plus another five who are in the top, who have the best try-to-game ratio of all time for Glasgow Warriors. We're talking more than 10 games. I could get five right now, but I'm not going to, obviously. So you could get the five <laughs> right now. So if you tweet us using the hashtag WarriorsWeekly, at Glasgow Warriors, with your guess of the, those five players, 
And then next week on the pod, we will re- reveal a winner who has won four tickets to the next home game against Osprey. Asher, you'll be up there soon if you continue as you're going, no? Mm, don't know. I've had a bit of a drought the uh, last, <laughs> two, games. last <laughs> two games. Uh But, you know, we'll see how things move forward and might manage to get a bit of luck and uh, get back into the habitual routine of scoring tries, which is nice. But, hey, as I said, it comes and goes, so you've got to take it when it comes. <laughs> uh, if you don't win that competition, there are still tickets to that game against Ospreys at GlasgowWarrior.org. And Scotsman will be hosting the Women's Six Nation again. Scotsman will be playing all of their home games here at Scotsman, and you can get tickets to those games at ScottishRugby.org. Nice. Uh, last week, the, the Cardiff game was all about two men, Ryan Wilson, but Rob Harley especially, and we saw a lovely presentation to him at the end of the game and what it meant to him and his family. And I caught up, to him, caught up with him a bit earlier to discuss what it meant to him. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Rob, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on your milestone. I know for a fact that your parents listen to the podcast. Do you have any messages for them early doors? Um, no, I spoke to them after the game, so I'm, I think they've, I think they've said and heard all they want from me. So, nah, they'll, they'll be fine. I've got something to say actually. Once Rob invited me to his house for dinner, and it was fantastic. I'd like to thank them for the hospitality. What was cooked? Uh, it was fajitas. Mm. Fajitas. Extravagant, lovely stuff. So actually, I understand Rob was the one encouraging you to get into the world of podcasting. How, yeah. Tell us that story. Yeah, so... <laughs> DJ Adam Ash, introducing Warrior Podcast. So... A while ago, probably a year and a half, two years ago, I'd done a bit of DJing, as some of you might know. Rob encouraged me to start my own podcast where I would play music and it would be called Adam Ash Basecamp Podcast. And it never came into fruition, but we talk about it every day still. Well, we've got a new jingle there that we can use from now on. We can use that. That could be the, the intro music. Yeah, let's have that. Um, Bob, I understand you listen to lots of podcasts. What ones are you on at the minute? Um, I uh, yeah, I listen listen to a lot of stuff. Um, I've got some I've got some stuff on Patreon as well that I support. Oh, nice. um, the the main ones, uh, Chapel Trap House, of course, big fan of that. What's that? Is that like uh, trap house music? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> we have because uh, I know you like trap house have, music. Well, they have a, tra- a trap house intro song. Okay. So, but it's uh, it's left wing politics. Um, it's very good. Uh, quite a lot of there's some sports stuff, American sports. Um, Corbin Smith's Take It or Break It podcast. If you like uh, an irreverent look at at the sports world, that tends to be the American style. Uh, Callum Gibbons turned me on to um, Philosophize This, which uh, discusses different different philosophers and and ideas. You're scrolling through podcast. your podcast app here, and there are there are dozens. What, how do you find the time? Where do you where do you listen to your podcast? Um, I listen and um, I listen when I'm when I'm commuting into into work. Um, if uh, if I'm doing doing housework at home, I, I like getting a, a podcast on as well, and then and then just yeah, basically any other time, any other time I can find the time, I just I just grab something, put it on. Uh, quite like to have, quite like to have it in the background and just just have some some entertainment or learning something. You're like a sponge. 
soaking up knowledge. You're a knowledgeable guy. I'd probably go as far as saying you're the smartest guy in the squad. Um, I, I don't know about that. There's, there's a lot of smart guys. There's a lot of guys with uh, with with qualifications as well. So, you know, there's there's guys. That's that is a good thing about the squad, though. There's there's guys you can you can have interesting discussion with all all through the team. So, so I like that. I think I think probably the back row is particularly fertile for mm. that. That Chris Cesaro, Cesaro, yeah. Guys, yeah, but there's a lot of guys in the team, intelligent and, and like to discuss things. Yeah, you cool. did a lot of media last week in the lead up to your milestone, and they asked you if you're going to get emotional around this game. And you you said at the time it's something you're more likely to reflect on afterwards. Um, have you been able to do that? How did you feel at full time and looking back? Um, yeah, I was I was trying to I was trying to control emotionally just because I I get quite nervous before games anyway, so I was. I, I maybe had a little bit more nerves than normal. I was just trying to keep under control. Um, at uh, at full time, yeah, as as mentioned, saw saw my family and just it was it was great to great to see them. Um, felt felt very proud that they'd been able to to watch me and and watch me for for all all the other games um, as well. So just uh, just realizing that I've I've been lucky to. To play, play this many times, and it's and alongside you know yourself included, actually some great players um, and great guys as well. So it's, it's it's been a privilege to to play for the team, and I'm you know just try and appreciate it for for my family, for the other players around me, but just for myself as well. How do you deal with those nerves? Lots of players deal with it differently. Chris Osaro famously makes himself sick before he goes out. Well, you're a bit prone to that. You could be prone to a heck on the pitch I yeah I um, I'd, I'd I'd rather not be sick but just the nerves I I can't help it sometimes mm-hmm. so I I just um, just keep just trying to keep a, a calm state of mind um, beforehand uh, part of the thing is you know with the, with the amount of prep we've done it's known that we've we've done all the work we need to it's just going out performance so that's that helps stay calm and um I'll also I I tend to I tend to actually seen this, but I'll, I'll stand with um, my arms in a, a V shape over my head um, before a game, and just um, and that uh, raises your testosterone and lowers your cortisol just to to um, to boost performance a little bit. Did the things that the guys did within the squad in the lead up actually you were one of many? Did you wear a wig or did you did you spray your hair in the end? Well, I actually just got my wigs delivered today right, okay. I tore them off Amazon last Wednesday and hit the order button and realised that it wasn't next day delivery it was for Monday or Tuesday so um, I luckily Petrus Duplessis he had some orange hairspray so I just put that on uh, had the eyebrows done as well beard and then yeah, we went out and had some fun so were you so expecting it, that Rob did you know that was going to happen that everyone was going to no I, I didn't have a clue so I uh I was I was going out to training. I'd I just got the the GPS put into my in my shirt, and Johnny Gray was wearing the most ridiculous long. It was you know down halfway down his back, bright bright orange, almost pink um, mm. wig, and I I kind of shook it off like I I don't know where he's grabbed that, but he's just he's run out for a wig for some reason, and then and I came out and there was you know ten ten or twelve guys out, and they all had 
I'll add ginger wigs on and it's suddenly twigs that that was for calling Johnny Joanne Gray. (laughs) (laughs) When I spoke to you after the game on the pitch, the first thing you said was, most of all, I'm happy to get the win. Is that still the feeling? It was great to celebrate it with a win and how important was that to the club considering three losses had gone before? I think, yeah, um, that was... That that was the main definitely when we finished, that was the main feeling that, you know, we'd Cardiff Cardiff pushed us hard and um we'd we'd we had a had a tough game. Although we'd been in the leads they, they seemed like they they had the potential to come back. So um the fact that we'd we'd got four tries and we'd um I put into the sword eventually very you know, it was a it was a great feeling and and yeah, especially given given the circumstances, we'd we'd had a few weeks where we we hadn't played as well as we can, and just um, and just in a in a lot of respects, we we write a lot of things. I think um, you know we're always looking to improve, and there'll be more stuff. But but good to good to play like that when you know in in the European game when it mattered. We mentioned earlier a couple of early injuries had to change things up. It's not something that you've struggled with an awful lot throughout your career. It's kind of the reason you've managed to rack up 200 games so quickly. Is you're, you're kind of not injured all that often. Is there a science to that? Are you just lucky? What is the secret to your longevity? Um, I, I think potentially it's um, less explosive than, <laughs> than, other, than other guys. That I'm, <laughs> that I'm, I'm not, as, not as fast, so I've... I, I don't get up to those speeds. Um, I, I think I think potential as well. There's just there's just some luck involved. Um, like I I had a serious I broke broke my ankle badly when I was 17, but um, but I you know I was in the Scotland setup and I got good care. And then although I have had I have had you know injuries, um, and you you always do pick up injuries playing rugby. Um, the, the physio team, the doctors here are excellent, and so you know if well, whatever your recovery time is, it'll be it'll be the quickest possible time. You'll be back out in the field, and and kind of you'll you'll have the confidence to and the ability to play again quickly. I think I think that's minimised a lot of the injuries for me. That uh, the physio staff they're they're good at picking up things, and then the the treatment means that you're back out in the field as, as soon as you can be. There's a few things that you do that others don't. Is it 40 minutes in a sauna after training? What does what's the science behind that? Um, I, I've yeah, 40 minutes isn't isn't typical. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's a, I think that's I pass long, out after 40 minutes in a sauna. That's a long, long time, but I tend to try and get at least 20, and hopefully close to 30. Um, and the the reason is that you you do that straight after exercise, particularly hypertrophy weights or um, high speed running. And the the same feeling, the same feeling that gives you heat from exercise, um, is simulate your body gets that heat from the sauna. Your muscle temperature raises in the same way, and so it um, encourages the production of of all the the endorphins, and, and essentially tells your body you're doing, you're getting that stress, that level of that level of exercise almost without having the the strain on your on your muscles and on your joints. So it's it's giving you a synergistic benefit. Um, to to kind of to overload with heat, um, but you don't get the you don't get the volume of training in your muscles. So it's some it's some free training essentially. Actually, is that something you've done? It's I've joined Rob a few times. Don't do it as consistently well as he does, but 
I've uh, now and again I'll go up to David Lloyd after a long day's training and try and sit in the sauna for as long as possible. But what I've noticed is that the more you do it, the more you kind of, the more often you do it, you can build up a kind of tolerance to being in there for as long as possible. And I've been in him with him a few times, and and I've had to leave ten minutes before he does. <laughs> <laughs> but he's fresh out there just now his face is looking a little bit red so <laughs> yeah I'm sure it's good for him uh, Bob you shared your, your milestone with Ryan Wilson he made his 150th appearance it's kind of worked out nicely that you actually made your debut together was it nice to be able to share it with him? Um, what the debut or the both I guess is it kind of it's yes. nice that you've come this whole way together and it, it all came together on the same day I think it, I think it is I kind of I kind of view me and Ryan and and kind of the the generation guys that we that we came through with at the same time I think uh, I think Chris Rizal, Pete Horn, Axton Barr um, we're, we're all within a year of each other and and I, th- I think most of us started that season um, and yeah it's we've you know we've come a long way and kind of and seen seen the club come a long way too so it's a uh, is is good to to look back on and kind of all all that we've done together since um since since those very early days and those hill days. I'm not sure I'm not sure anyone expected us to be to be both over one fifty caps. It's pretty it's pretty incredible to, to think how far we've come. If I was to ask for a highlight of those two hundred games, I'm sure the the winning final would be in there. Is there anything aside from that that really stands out as a game or a moment within a game or kind of a period of games that, that is really special to you of those 200 that you've experienced so far? Um, it's hard to... It's, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, uh, you know, and things in particular because there's just, there's just so many... Mm-hmm. There's so many things, um, so many different seasons um, and we had... Uh, I was I was getting asked about that last week, and I talked about some of the some of the games, um, some of the you know the massive games we won. Um, I think uh, I think I think maybe even more than that. There's just uh, there's just being able to 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 watch the players around me has been mm-hmm. has been just as special in the in the competition like the fours today. Um, we, we got a bit of competition going on on lineouts. Um, and just and uh, and you know you get everyone everyone's really buzzed up and, and desperate to win that when we're, we're going against each other um, but that's that's the same as you know the the first season I was here when when it was Richard Gray and Al Kellogg taking taking the lineup sessions um, so I I think I think that that sort of the the closeness of the camaraderie and then seeing the seeing the special skills you know seeing you know, Al Kellogg used to would be going up and just taking. If anyone took a one-handed catch in a lineup session, the next one, Al would, Al would go up and deliberately only <laughs> use one hand just to just to show that he could do it as well. Just um, Leone uh, when he was playing here, just in, in training as much in games, just doing ridiculous, ridiculous things with the ball. Just those, those massive hands um, and some of the. Just yeah, all all the players um, that I've been lucky to play with here, just just seeing in games and especially in training, just seeing what they can do, just it's some some incredible things and and keep keep being impressed. 
Where would uh, a victory away to Saracens this weekend, if we were to do that, where would that rank, do you think? Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be massive for us. Um, we've, you know, we went, we went down uh, the last time we got to the quarterfinals. Um, so, so I think, uh, I think we will have, we'll take the experience of playing down there. Um, that's that's something I've I've seen in the squad that the that the experience helps that we we kind of we took time going to each stages we went to semi finals mm-hmm. and then finals um, before winning uh, the league I think um, I think that uh, that experience in Europe matters as well and this is this is a massive game for us yeah I'm all right in saying the last time we went there um, I've heard people chat that maybe we kind of changed our game too much to to counter Saracens rather than going down there and actually just focusing on what we do well and having faith that that could that could do us through to a victory um, I, th- I think whenever you you know every every week we're we're looking at the opposition and trying to trying to see what they're good at where their weaknesses are um, as well as as well as looking at us and, and what we're going to do so you know whether it's, it's easy to look at games where we don't get the result and and we start cast about for reasons, but I think I think we just we're just trying to do the, do the best job we can each of those things, analyze mm-hmm. them, what are their strengths, how are we going to stop that, what are their weaknesses, what are we going to do, um, and then where are we going to improve, and and rather than you know f- focusing solely on ourselves, it's always a it's always a balance between the two, but but we're trying to we're trying to get the most we can out of every single match. Been here a long time. This is a question for both of you. Um, of the young crop coming through who would your money be on to be the next person to reach 200 Glasgow Warriors appearances um, good question very good question not something I've thought much about to be honest with you um. so there's lots of members of that generation that you spoke about earlier Rob yeah Pete Horns on 159, Fuzzy Wilson. But I'm talking. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I th- I'd imagine all those uh, Wilson, Horney, uh, Chris Lazaro, they're all going to get to 200. I thought. Um, but of the of the of the young guys, um, it's very hard to say, isn't it? Because you know you, you're relying on you're relying on so many things yeah. of of. Uh, of uh, staying at the club, of, of keep you know the club wanting to keep you, of of injury, of performance. There's there's a lot of factors going. I guess um, the 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 first thing is you you have to be young. Um, the, the the younger you are, when you start. <laughs> it's going to help. So so uh, I'm sure I'm sure Xander's already got a few yeah, on his belt. He's still quite young, mm-hmm. um, and his and his brother Matt as well being. Being young and having having some caps under the belt probably yeah. probably gives you a, a good start and and they've they've both shown they have have the ability to to play well at this level for a long time. Um, I don't know. I think I think that's the thing that we it's 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 not really easy to say. You, you're gonna whoever it is is gonna be relying on on a bit of luck, but it could it could be. It could be so anyone at the club now, or it could be someone. It could be someone who's who's not yet at the mm-hmm. club. It could be someone young who's who's just coming through at under sixteens, under eighteens. Um, so you you don't know, but it, it'll take take hard work and a lot of luck as well. 
Rob, thanks very much for your time. Congratulations again, and here's to the next. Maybe not 200, but however many. Thank you. The official Glasgow Warriors podcast. So it's great to chat to Rob there and what a legend he is to the club. As I said earlier, we are recording on the track in the, in the middle of Scotston and there are people walking by all the time. Xander Fakeson's just wandered over. Xander. He's shouting some abusive comments, does there? <laughs> Xander, when can we expect to see you back, mate? It's great to see you back out there training and running. Um, yeah, no, um, hopefully, yeah, sometime next month. That's the plan. So just got to take a few boxes and let's, let's get a few, let's get a week or two of solid training in. So yeah, no, it feels great. Um, keep being back out with the boys and uh, yeah, can't, can't wait to get back. Hey, bro, it was good to see you out there training today, and especially in the lineout session, it was good to feel the wrath of you behind <laughs> me, throwing me up to the sky. I've missed that power. Oh, How, you know, are you feeling strong upper you know, body you're you know looking, me mate yeah, that's bread and butter you're yeah. looking thick and strong yeah, yeah, is that what thick. happens with a, with, a <laughs> low, with a lower body injury you just you become really top heavy and you've just been yeah well I think pretty much I think pounded upper body weights for what was that 10 weeks before I could do any lower body stuff so yeah so I've seen this guy pretty strong 170 for two <laughs> in, the bench, in the gym this morning oh, okay, so, uh, what did you do after your warm up that was a warm up set yeah I was going to say um, <laughs> what did you actually do for your I think I got 185 for once. We're getting there. <laughs> you're in the 200 club soon. Yeah, soon, that's the plan. That's that the plan. is when you're a YouTube sensation and you're putting no, your own videos up and you're in the 200 club. That's, that's baby weights. I think Eddie Hall like, overhead presses that. Yeah, Seriously? Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's idea. a career for you after rugby. Oh, I, I think definitely the diet would def- definitely intrigue <laughs> me. <laughs> Eat what you want. <laughs> Do right. Yeah, but yeah, nah, it's going well. It's going well. Well, we're it's looking good. forward to seeing you back out there, mate. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries. No problem. We'll let you go and get changed or whatever it is you're going to do. (laughs) It'll be good to see him back soon. Actually, it's the eve of the Six Nations squad announcement. Um, What happens? How does this work? How do you find out? Do you know already? Can you give us anything? (laughs) Well, what I do know is that players who aren't in the squad usually get a phone call either a day or two before the um, squad gets announced. I haven't heard of too many people that have had phone calls, but right, okay. I do know a few, but I'll have to keep that top secret information. Of course, so it's... Um, and then if you are in, how do you how do you find out? What's the, what's the procedure? Um, usually it's a email uh, tonight at some stage, and then I think the, the press will go out tomorrow morning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so the squad's put out tomorrow morning, but you guys, you don't find out with everyone else. If you're in the squad, you know the day before. Is that right? Yeah, you find out the night before normally, but the thing is, is you don't always get to see who else is in the squad, so you usually find out tomorrow when it gets announced publicly. Oh, so you just get an email saying you're in, you don't get the full squad. Ah, exactly. So it is a bit of a surprise somewhat some to you excitement. Uh, the next day. So the exciting times, I know a lot of the, there's a lot of talk going on about it, and you know certainly today at training, everybody's kind of chatting away to, to see who's had calls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's exciting. We'll see, we'll see what happens tomorrow. There's obviously the Six Nations to look forward to, but then domestic action as well. We've got some really important games. Spoke about the Ospreys game there, but our next three games in the Guinness Pro 14 are all teams in Conference A, so it's really important. And even if you are away with the Scotland squad, how does that transition work when you come back? Is this a tough period? Or, but what we've seen in the past is that actually this is a period we flourish in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, the uh, the time we had uh, during the November test was was pretty good and. Pretty successful for us. So, you know, if you if you're involved in the Scotland camp, you'll you'll train there sort of Monday till Wednesday, 
and uh, you'll do all the training with them. If you're not selected, you'll, you'll then come back to us and usually get a full day's training in here. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're a forward, you can get your head around the line-out calls. Uh, you can get your head around the team structures and, and tactics for the weekend. Um, and then, you know, you're, you're pretty much straight into it here, game on the weekend, and then you're back into camp on the Sunday night. So, you know, it's the kind of time of the year where if that is what you're doing, it's a little bit all over the place. You know, you're here, mm-hmm. there and everywhere. Um, but, I mean, it's it's great that, you know, a lot of the games still, still carry on. And I guess we've shown this season that we've, we've got some fantastic strength and depth and you know, hopefully we can have a successful period over, over the Six Nations. Marshy, I'm sure all Warriors Weekly listeners will have their fingers crossed for you tomorrow and keep their <laughs> eye out for your name. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget that we're running a competition to win four games, four tickets to the Osprey game. All you have to do is let us know, along with George Horn, what other five players are on the list of all-time tries to game ratios for Glasgow Warriors George Horn scores a try every 1.89 games for Glasgow oh, that's a stat. thanks to Kevin Miller for letting us know that and there are five other current members of the squad in the list of top 20 so if you can guess those at Glasgow Warriors using the hashtag Warriors Weekly you can win four tickets to the Ospreys game and we will reveal the winner next week thanks for tuning in and we look forward to speaking to you then see you guys Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy.